Pulse from eForum.com. First off, let me apologize if the mic quality isn't great. I am actually using the mic that is built in on my computer, so um, I apologize for that. My, my mic is actually upstairs with my family who is asleep and I don't want to bother them. So what I wanted to talk about today was using Facebook groups so you can manage the community in your business and potentially outside of your business for positive ROI. When you look at Eat to Perform, obviously we're mostly an online community. Um, we certainly have pockets of the world where Eat to Perform is um, very popular and you know we have a presence in a lot of gyms but in general the eat form community meets online so in that way it seems like it would be very different than it would be for a lot of your businesses but there's some basic rules that you need to know one of the things that you know, I've been reading this book by uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and one of the things that he talks about is stay away from Facebook groups and group chat when managing your brand or managing your business. And the basic idea that he's going with, <laughs> I'm assuming, is that you know people can be sort of negative in these groups, especially when you start to build like these gigantic groups that um, have a lot of engagement. And I would argue that that's actually not true and I would argue that the benefits outweigh the negatives. So let's talk about the negatives. The negatives are when you don't have a significant amount of moderation in place to deal with the way that your brand needs to be represented. As an example, you know, for each reform, I would say when you look at our groups, we, we actually have too many at the moment, uh, it really comes down to caring and attention. And, and that those are hallmarks when you go to those groups. That is what you see is caring and attention. And what will happen when you get thousands of people engaging, you know, you know, on all different topics, it doesn't always represent exactly what you want. But what's interesting, we have on Wednesdays, as an example, we have, you know, if you're not familiar with each form groups and you're listening to this, you might, you know, this is all going to seem very foreign to you, but in general, there's like Flex Friday. Uh, midsection Monday, but the big one that was sort of interesting was Wom Booty Wednesday. Um, the the initial where it kind of started was that people would celebrate their glutes, and it, you know it was kind of a hump day, rump day kind of thing. And uh, you know the rules were kind of simple: don't be lewd, use compression pants, things of that nature. And it really sort of took off, and then one of the people introduced, you know, this wombooty concept, which is um, a wombat, and that ultimately became the um, 
basically the mascot for each form. And if you asked me, you know, one of the really interesting things about each form is that I'm not really super into before and after pictures. I'm really not, you know, you won't see a lot of pictures of, of me because, you know, you're always going to be changing. You should always be pushing, you know, the envelope of, of you know, body composition. And that's not always going to put you in a position where, you know, you're going to be eight packed up all the time. But I changed my mind on that because that was the direction that, that people wanted to go. And, uh, you know, Juan Booty Wednesday, as an example, is another example where I changed my mind. You know, my concern about it was, is that it would get too out of hand and too lewd. And so sometimes you have to kind of go with the direction that your community wants to go, even though it might not seem like it's the right direction for your business. Now, I'll, I'll fully tell you that one of the basic policies of Eat Reform is that if, if you're a member, um, you can refund. And we do that because we want people to know that, you know, we believe in our, our plan. We believe in our process. And in that way, when people are disrespectful and, and really abuse the community, you know, we, we pay them to leave. And that is kind of counterintuitive to a lot of your businesses because you actually have a measure of control that's a lot better than mine. Because what happens online is people will act in ways where they kind of know you and they kind of feel like they know you, but in general, they don't know you. If you own a gym, you know, Marge knows that if she's super negative, you know, she's going to hear it from the person that runs the gym. But what you need to know, though, is if you're going to set up a public group, negativity will happen. I mean, let's just be point blank about that, you know, but you have to sort of be open to the idea that your vision for something actually changes over time. And if those changes are positive and represent your business well, then you roll with it. Um, but there have to be things that you stand for. And if you're not moderating the group and you're not able to be on Facebook and there are Facebook groups being made you know, one of the things that we'll often see is, you know, Facebook makes it very easy to make these groups. And so if there's a number of people that like your business page, Facebook will make a suggestion. Here are your 14 friends that go to, you know, Grid House Gym and, 
and now all of a sudden those people are talking about your business so you have to be involved in that discussion you know the idea that you can have a business right now without social media I mean social media you know Gary is right in that you need to be very cognizant of the fact that you know negativity gets out of control really fast but at the same time there are some positives and negatives and and I'll give you I'll give you an example of what I mean if you're just kind of struggling to get by as a gym you're probably always going to be in that mode where you feel a need to kind of keep the negative people you know appeased if your memberships are coming in at a frenzied pace and you're always able to help a lot of people and you're always able to put a lot of people in leadership positions then you don't really have to worry about that near as much and so I just don't think that it's reality to ignore the potential for Facebook groups and kind of the pluses and the minuses of how people use them because let's face it when you're in you know a situation where it's a fat loss business and and I think that you know for you you might be thinking to yourself well I'm in the exercise business I own a gym well do your customers think that because a lot of your customers actually have a you know very wide range of what they need from you and so one of the tendencies you know I've been going to the same CrossFit gym for almost six years and you know the challenges for you know nutrition challenges and stuff like that there's a lot of people that that you know used to ask for this type of stuff I'm not sure that that's near as prevalent as it used to be but those types of things can set up kind of a negative relationship with food that's obviously something we talk about at eat form quite a bit so you know you can reference any one of those articles but the main point is that your groups need a goal and they need to have kind of like this this direction from the business leader and I'll tell you how we do it and it's fairly simple and and actually you know I'll, I'll walk you guys through you know some of the mistakes that we made with Facebook groups because you know there have been a lot and you know when you're dealing with something like social media and kind of like the emotions of people you you know you're going to learn a few things so when we first started and this was roughly three years ago at this time you know we didn't really you know I've said it a million times maybe maybe you've not heard it so I'll say it again but eperform did not start as a business it just started as a blog of you know performance nutrition 
that you know I didn't really think a whole lot of people would be very interested in and obviously I was wrong you know when you start talking to people about eating an adequate amount for what they do and then it works you know it, it sort of spreads like wildfire and so the first you know the first iteration of our Facebook groups happened probably six months you know I, I you know I don't have the exact timeline but it happened relatively quickly in our growth as a business and what was interesting about it was we were trying to manage you know the clients we were working with at the time and trying to give them a way that they could kind of have their voice but what would happen and and this is this is sort of you know how we evolved and how we came up to the conclusions that we did over time is you'd have 15 people talking about positive concepts and then you had one person that would dominate the conversation and we struggled with that so much it was it was really amazing and ultimately what we landed on was kind of an older technology which were forums and those private forums still exist to this day they have millions of threads I mean we're sort of known for these Facebook groups but the people that do really kind of the, the hardcore work you know their presence in the forums you know is huge and you know for new members um, searching those threads is like a gold mine but what the platform for groups at that time wasn't as evolved as it is right now and as a staff we only had like four people and you know we were trying to talk to clients over here you know on the phone marketing email and in general the level of attention that we were paying to Facebook probably wasn't you know to well it certainly wasn't to the level that it is now and 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 the rules that we came up with you know definitely weren't in place and so what would happen is negativity would start to to thrive you know people that you know really weren't focused on necessarily your brand and you want to sort of give people rope because you know one they're paying customers and and two you want you want to allow them a voice but you don't want their voice to be so much louder than everybody else's voice that the level of caring that you can give people becomes less right so at the end of the day we ended up shutting down that group and you know it was the right decision at that time and so when you look at the groups that exist right now and I think we have something like four of them that all have kind of a different theme and we have two that are very active not only are they very active 
they're actually the most active in terms of Facebook data and you know we get that information the only other more active communities would be the communities that really allow people to kind of like yell back and forth to each other there there's probably a number of high profile examples but you know I'd say in terms of the model of how you do it we're the best of the best and the reason why we're the best of the best is because of the rules moderations and and the way that you know we allow conversation to happen and make no mistake about it you know if there's something that you know I'm in a situation where I have people that are far along in the process and then I have people that came in yesterday and so you know success is not linear and oftentimes the communication between clients can get kind of confusing I mean somebody who's six months in you know they'll be talking about something and then somebody came in yesterday and like thinks that's overwhelming right so we put in this rule and actually you know I'll just back up for a second when we started to do groups again we didn't do it when I said that I was going to do it my staff revolted like literally every single person because we were all scarred from the last incident and I said no you know it you know I just people want to be on their phones they want to be on Facebook and they want to be able to communicate with us and if the core of our product is really these forums where you know they'll work with coaches let's at least have something where you know they know we care you know and that they can hear our voices and and we can make videos and we can share pictures and you know I think a big part of why our groups work and why our groups are so engaged is because it's not you know and and this this is for all you guys too when you're you know doing something you know like in your case you know your clients see you working out that's a shared journey you have with them and I think the mistake that a lot of people make and I think that when Gary talks about his experience you know you know if I was Doritos I would take Gary's advice because you know the CEO of Doritos is probably not going to be too actively involved in the you know group chat that you know Doritos fans or whatever and so you, you can't really control that conversation but because I need to perform because my team needs to perform it's a shared experience that we all have with those folks and I think that comes off fairly genuine now you know does that mean that, that everybody gets it 100% all the time? No, you know, I mean, that's where, you know, a certain amount of being able to generate new business is always important because, you know, I remember 
there's a there's a local gym that's at Anytime Fitness, and I walked in there one day, and it was probably you know I I'd, I'd seen the the gym owner. It was actually one of the first gyms that I'd ever joined, and I saw him the first time, and the interaction wasn't great, but you know I didn't really know why he seemed sort of bothered by it and he kept talking to me about coming back to anytime fitness and you know I didn't really think about it I, I sort of blew it off but then I came back the next time this was probably a year year and a half and I just looked like a different human being and like at one point you know he tapped me on my traps and he's like well you didn't have these I think that you know as gym owners and as as the owner of Eat to Perform you know, the one thing that you have to be willing to do is if you can't provide a service, you know, for instance, if you're, you know, powerlifting gym and someone wants to do CrossFit, you know, well, you're a powerlifting gym and until you can offer that service, you know, people are going to sort of come and go based on their needs. And so in the case of Anytime Fitness, you know, my journey had sort of changed and that wasn't really a reflection on this guy you know because I, I like I said to him at the time I was like you got me to where fitness was a priority in my life and I think you can always kind of take that a little bit personal but at the same time you have to realize that 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 your community is going to ebb and flow and if you know the one way that you can use these groups is to sort of get feedback like as an example you know if you're a powerlifting gym and someone says you know I you know would like to do CrossFit and then 14 other people say you know what it would be nice to have CrossFit classes then that might be a, a potential avenue for business for you and so those are the things. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, well, I'm a powerlifter, there's no way that I'm ever going to CrossFit. That's fine. Just realize that those 14 people are leaving at some point, right? So you have to listen to what people say so you can kind of direct them, you know, the way that they, they want to go. And so, you know, we're always trying to listen to that and kind of broaden who we are and and it wouldn't surprise me if there was like you know you to form gems at some point you know because one of the basic connections that that we have you know I, I end up you know we've done it probably five or six times now and it's gonna be a, a bigger part of what we do but the the idea of kind of making a connection with people and showing that you care in real life, you know, you know, is, is kind of the next level for me, right? You know, for you guys, that might be just like broadening your offerings to address, you know, some, some, you know, concerns in your community. So this is already sort of getting a little long and I think that, you know, I'm just going to end on the basic idea and it happened by accident. We, one of the things that, you know, my basic nature is to, when 
someone is being negative or monopolizing the group for themselves, what I tend to do, you know, my basic nature is, come on, man, you know, don't do that. You know, respect this community and make sure that, you know, you're not allowing those voices to penetrate both you and then someone else. And after having multiple conversations like that, what would end up happening is, is you'd have 400 people saying, yeah, what Paul's saying, that's totally positive. And then, you know, um, you'd have two or three people saying, well, why can't we be negative? You know, what's wrong with that? And, and then all of a sudden the other 400 people, because it's, you know, and so it started like this, this, you know, way of thinking that, that, you know, it was just also not good for the group, right? So I was traveling and driving for about 24 hours at once. And there was a negative post. My tendency at that point was to sort of confront the negativity and just come on, you know, let's 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 try and stay positive here. But I didn't have the time. And, you know, my staff, I wasn't able, you know, I, I, it was, it was a family day and I was trying to, to keep it, keep it family. And, and the problem that you run into in a social business is that, you know, one misstep and you've got a big mess on your hands. And that was definitely the thing that I was concerned about here. So this person puts out something negative you know, it's certainly something I don't even remember at this point. And I'm driving for 12 hours. And so I just delete the post, you know, and we have a rule about negativity. Obviously, you just heard me talk about it. And I was sort of expecting to come back to, you know, a bunch of complaints of, you know, why'd you delete my post? And, and at that point, you know, I would message every single person that, you know, I was deleting their posts and, and it became like just monopolizing of my time, you know, and energy. And then, you know, we have a number of other people that also admin. And so, you know, it was taking a lot out of our staff to do this kind of stuff. When I came back, though, nothing. Crickets. So I start messaging my staff. I was like, what happened? You know, I had to delete this post because I was leaving and I wasn't able to kind of confront the situation. And they're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And that was one of the biggest turning points in all of you to perform. Because the person knew they were being negative. And at the end of the day, they, you know, didn't say anything as a result. And so we just learned to start deleting posts. And the, the next level, you know, is if you have negative forces within your group, you've got to get them out of there because that will just represent your business poorly. Now, you know, I would still say that, that I could be better at that part, but at the end of the day, it is your business and you have to make sure that there are rules and guidelines that people stand by 
And, you know, I would say you definitely have to kind of have conversations with people in that regard. It can be a little bit difficult because, you know, in your situation, it's very difficult for to come in and someone to kind of blast your business, right? But think about, you know, eat to perform like it was Doritos. It's very easy for someone that I've never met, you know, to come in and say some negative things about my business, say some negative things about other members, you know. So just the timeline of, of warnings and deletings and all this other type of stuff can be greatly shortened. And then, you know, I would say, you know, the amount of people that we've asked to leave the group, I can sort of count on my fingers. But in every situation, you know, it just wasn't aligning with my brand. And, you know, I'm sure those people probably look at it like, you know, it, it's, you know, they were being picked on or whatever. It really isn't that, you know, it's just maybe they're, their goals changed and the way that their conversations changed, you know, just didn't fit for, for what we're doing. And, and so that's a little bit of a process. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't think for you guys, that's going to be something that's going to be, you know, the biggest part because you, you're actually dealing with these people in real life. But the main point being is that you have to moderate these groups very diligently Negative things can really spiral out of control very quickly on social media. But if you show people that that you care, you know, in that that you have a shared journey, I think that will stand up. You know, I mean, will it stand up for every single person? It, it probably won't. You know, I mean, not everyone will see you in the light that, you know, is the truth. But, you know, that's fine. You know, ultimately what you're doing is trying to provide a place for, for caring. Because even if you're a gym owner, I mean, that you know, you care about the results for your clients. And so, you know, it's not like, you know, that's not important. So I think we'll just kind of end on that note because, you know, the, the, the things that when you have Facebook groups, you really have to keep it positive because it's representing your, your business. You know, you need to have an open policy of deleting and, you know, as a very last resort, you know, you have to make sure that negative influences, you know, can't thrive in your garden. And, and that's an important piece of the puzzle. But, you know, I would do everything that I can and, and, you know, I'll fully admit to you, you know, that my business works different than yours. And so the, the timeline for that for me is shorter. And, you know, we're still sort of figuring out that piece a little bit. But in general, you know, there's never been a person where I've asked that person to leave that I've really regretted. You know, it, it, it typically does turn into kind of like a net negative situation. And, you know, the after the fact you sort of see the results and you realize that could have happened within within your business and that would have been negative too so 
I hope this helps everybody because I think that Facebook groups is definitely something that's here to stay. And I just wanted to give you guys some ideas on how we manage them and how you might want to manage them going forward.